Hey y'all, welcome to another episode of The Creative Retreat. <laughs> it's me, Alicia. I'm out of breath because I'm on my afternoon walk and a stink bug just tried to land on me. I don't understand. I really don't understand why God created them. I don't understand what they do for us. I don't get it. They just seem to be really annoying and I hate them. Um, and I don't hate a lot of things, but I can promise you I hate stink bugs. Anywho, I am on my afternoon walk because every day I try to get outside for maybe at least 10, 15 minutes just to get some sun. Um, I struggle with depression and um, being out in the sun really helps. Out in fresh air and nature, well, it feels really good. So I don't know what the quality of the sound is. I don't know if you can hear the wind, but I'm hoping this message gets through. And if not, I'll just re-record it. Um, but we're still talking about the garden series. And um, by the way, it's gorgeous out. Ugh, it's so beautiful. Anywho, <laughs> we're talking about the garden series. And the next, I guess, topic that we're going to talk about is actually maintaining and taking care of your garden. Um, and... I know that we did the hard work of figuring out what we want to grow, doing the planting, tilling the land, preparing the land, but then here comes the extra work with maintaining it. Now, if you've ever had a garden before, then you can understand what I'm talking about. My mom has a garden and um, every year there's this gopher, I think it's a gopher, um, that tries to come up and eat all her plants and all her hard work and the seeds and the little like seedlings the things that just came through and so every year we're at war with this groundhog or gopher or whatever it is and one year we had to put up little like these spokes in the ground where it'll create a sound and so that sound will scare them away but that didn't work we tried using pellets to repel them from the area that didn't really work um and more recently, what she had to do was really just put her garden above the ground. She had to put an above ground garden in her garden so that the gopher couldn't get to it. And so this was a process. This was hard. This was annoying. It was arduous. But at the end of the day, it was important because we realized that the tactics that we were trying weren't really working. Like they weren't working. Nothing was working with this thing, like the sound didn't care about it. The little pellets didn't care about it. But once we lifted the garden off of the ground where it couldn't reach it, then it finally left us alone, you know? And I think in our lives, sometimes we're frustrated because what seems to be a good decision, like we seem to be doing the right things, but then something will come and snatch it away, you know? And unfortunately, it's not just enough to start things or to plant your little seeds, you have to do the work of maintaining it too. That means watering it, right? That means if I have a tree and it's a sapling, then I can't put the pressure of it being a full grown tree on it or else it'll kill it, right? But also if it's a sapling, it might need more things than a full grown tree would need. So when you're a project or when you're a creative endeavor or whatever is in its beginning stages, it's really important that you really put the time and effort and care into it. it. You know, just like babies. Babies require a lot of things. They can't do things on their own. 
They need our help with basically everything. In the same way, your newly grown ventures or projects, creative callings, they require a lot of attention, a lot of care. So what you put into your plants, into your garden, really determines how healthy, how successful your garden will be. So if you have, you know, seedlings and they require a whole bunch of water, what are your own gardens, right? So what does that look like? Maybe it's reading stuff that is supporting your vision or your goal. Maybe it's getting into community that pours into you, that feeds you, you know? Maybe that's getting an accountability partner or a mentor or something else, something that can help you grow. And so I don't know if you've ever seen like on trees when they, when they need a little support, they put little stilts on the trees, you know? And it's because without the stilts, the trees would fall over. And so I think in the same way in our lives, we need support. We need someone to hold us up. We need somebody to be like, yo, you're not strong enough, but I am. And let's get through this together. And I feel like that's why community is so important. And, you know, sorry, I'm walking up the street. So if, <laughs> if you hear trucks, I'm sorry. But I think that's why support and community is so important in creating and growing in your process, you know? Also, um, if you think about it, when you take care of plants, you do some pruning, you know, you cut back so that it can grow. Um, I feel like when you're first starting to grow your garden and your life, there are some things that'll start to grow that you're like, ah, nah, this is almost what it is, but it's not quite what I want. Ah, you know, we almost had it, but no, or this is a good attempt, but I think that we can get it better, you know? When we start anything, we give ourselves a lot of grace because we're only human. But once we start doing better and knowing better, it's time that we require better from our, for ourselves. So if you're just starting to work out, right? And I talked about how maybe three months, three months you need to practice eating well, and then you can go to three months of exercising in the previous episode. I feel like in the same way, we give ourselves grace. Okay, you had McDonald's, all right, McDonald's, once a week is not the worst thing. It's not the worst thing. Um, but maybe three months later, you're like, nah, I need to prune McDonald's altogether or all fast food altogether because it's not serving me. It's not helping me. And pruning is painful, but it's necessary because it makes way for new, to, new things to grow. It's mandatory. We have to do that. So in the beginning, we give ourselves grace. But then after that, we have to be like, okay, okay, Alicia, I know I can do better. Let's, let's do better this time. You know, I'm half doing the exercises, halfway doing it, but starting this week, I'm going to do it full out. You know what I mean? Oh, I'm so out of breath, y'all. <laughs> Had to pause. Um, but it's really important that we maintain and keep our garden. So like I mentioned, that gopher or that groundhog or whatever the animal was that was coming to terrorize my mom's garden, we had to do what it took so that it couldn't have access to it. So that meant for us, lifting the garden off of the ground so it couldn't gain access to it. In the same way, sometimes you have to guard your life. You got a guard who comes in it. You got a guard who can touch it, who can speak over it, who can add to it, who can take away from it. You have to take the power back, changing your position and your environment so that you're successful. And I feel like that is the hard work, but it's so important. Maintaining your garden is literally like maybe one third of the work. So planning is cute and that's fun, 
but maintaining it is where the real work starts to come in. You know what I mean? Um, and it's just, and it's constantly maintaining. It's not just like, okay, well, I pruned it once. That's enough. No, like, and you also, my mother, when she goes out to go to her garden, there are things that just don't survive. There are seeds that die. There are seeds that, um, bear bad fruit. And so we have to cut that fruit away or we have to plant something else. And, you know, while it's painful, cause it's like, dang, like I had hoped that this thing was going to grow and it's not growing. It's still necessary to stop and cut it away because if you don't, then you'll have, um, bad plants affecting everything else in your life. So things that are dead, you got to cut it off. And I know this is a cliche we've heard over and over and over again, but I really feel like it's a timely thing because it's fall and fall is a time where the trees are letting dead things go. Their leaves, you know, they can't sustain them anymore. So they have to let it go. Leaves take in sunlight to feed the, to feed the trees. But if the trees have to survive the winter, right, where there's not that much water, you know what I'm saying? Where there's not that much sunlight, then it's taking more energy to keep the leaves on the trees. You see what I'm saying? So the tree is saving itself by letting go of the leaves and it's gorgeous and it's beautiful, but it's so important that we apply the same things to our own lives. And this comes with the art of seeing. God is showing us in every single area of life how to live it, you know, how to live life with an open hand instead of holding on to something so tightly. You know, if we're not careful and we hold on to our newly, you know, hatched ideas or our new plants or whatever, we'll kill them. We'll, we'll, we'll strangle them. And I really feel like fall is reminding us that it is time to let that stuff go stuff that's not serving you stuff that we were pouring so much energy into when it's like okay this isn't working let me pivot not give it up but pivot let me try something different you know or let me keep doing it you know what i'm saying if you're an evergreen you know i don't think that humans are evergreens um but evergreens they don't they don't they shed stuff but they don't like let go of their leaves because they can handle it you have to know what you can handle and if you can't handle too much right now, cut it off. If it's too much, if it's taking too much of your energy, cut it off. If it's choking up other things in your life, cut it off. Maintain that garden, y'all. And um, keep watering yourselves. Keep putting yourself in, in environments where you can learn from other people, where people can pour into you, where people can um, mentor you or, you know, get in an environment where people are like-minded and so you're feeding off of each other. Get under God, ultimately. He's the ultimate waterer, the gardener, everything, the maintainer. That's the first tip. But then also make sure that you're learning stuff. Take in new information. Try new things. You know what I'm saying? Growth is painful. Growth is hard. You know, when that plant comes out of the, out of the dirt, it's struggling to come out the dirt. You know what I mean? Like, it's not just like, oh, I'm so glorious and pretty. It's like, no, sometimes they're bent in half, right? Because they have to do the work of coming out of the ground. And I really feel like we also should honor the fact that we have to dig our roots first before we blossom. So that's to all my late bloomers out there like me. <laughs> you know, I don't think that we are using air quotes late bloomers as in we're like too late. I feel like we're just getting our roots down. And once we have our roots down good, then we can start to blossom and start to break through to the ground, through the ground. So I hope this was helpful, y'all. I hope I could actually understand what I was saying because I was so out of breath. Ooh, I had to stop. Um, but until next time, you guys, I hope that this was helpful and I'll see y'all in the next episode. Bye. -bye.